Welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Product Podcast. I am your host, Jason Thomas. Today I'm going to be talking to you about the Evo DST line of racewear. As many of you know, this product podcast goes through specific products in the Fly Racing catalog and on our website, flyracing.com. And it's really just for me to be able to explain to you what we're trying to accomplish with a specific line of gear or product, who we're really targeting as a customer, and what our thoughts were going into the product. So as for Evo DST, just a little bit of history about the Evo line. Now this was first built and called Evolution going back years ago, and I'm talking maybe a decade ago. And Evolution's first thought and first purpose was to be top of the line, premium level racewear, and ultra durable. That was really the only non-negotiable aspect of this product in this line was that it needed to last for a very long time. And customers who were going to spend the extra money and get into the premium level and the higher price point that they would get their money's worth. Now we had that line for several years and in a similar form, but what we started to notice was that premium level racewear started to evolve. It wasn't just about being kind of that can't bust it, right? I'm using air quotes around can't bust it. You still needed to keep durability, but we needed to start introducing some stretch materials into it. We needed to try to start innovating because gear was getting better. There were a lot of new ideas. We came along with our our light hydrogen line, which is now just called light. And that really brought to the forefront new ideas and new ways that you could present racewear. And it also raised expectations for the entire market, not just our brand, but, you know, industry-wide. So we needed to start basically just improving and looking at other ways we could not only keep our durability, but make it a higher performing pant in the short term. So what we did, we created this material called durable stretch technology, which is what Evo DST, the DST stands for. And it's really pretty revolutionary. It's a four-way stretch material, which you can find out there on other high-end products, but it still has the durability that you're looking for when you talk about Evo. So we wanted to be true to what Evolution started as because there are, there are several customers, especially your vet riders who have worn Evolution for years, and that's what they loved about it. They loved that they could buy a pair of pants and it would last. At times, it lasted multiple seasons, and, and that's not an every case scenario, right? Everybody puts their, their product through a different uh, level of stress, but we were seeing that, and we wanted to try to stay as true to that as possible but also raise the uh, the performance and the stretch materials and all those things too. So that Evo DST really was the first step forward for that. We also needed to make sure that we kept it as ventilated as possible because you know many of our riders are riding in the summer and any of the southern regions of the country, heat is certainly a factor. Now myself racing and growing up in Florida, that's all you really thought about was, man, it's going to be hot today and I need to find something I can't, you know, whatever gear I'm going to wear, I need to stay cool. So without going into specifically kinetic mesh or one of the other lines that are really purpose built for ventilation, you still want your Evo line to be usable when it, when it is hot. So we needed to make sure we had perforations throughout the Jersey and the pant to make sure we got airflow in key areas. Another very important aspect of building a pant is the leather heat shield on the knee. Now, anybody who's ridden for any length of time has run into problems with putting your knee or your leg on an exhaust pipe. That's a normal part of riding dirt bikes. And that's why that leather heat shield is almost on almost every pant in the market. 
if you get into some of the very entry level products, we just can't hit the cost structure to have weather on there. But everything, you know, in mid mid level and up, you're going to find some sort of size shape variation of a leather heat shield. Now, what we did was we added three layers of protection. And if you ever go into your local dealer or actually have a pair of Evo DST pants, you'll be able to see that the outer shield is is leather. And it's a, a really high quality level of leather that will stand up to heat. Then behind that, there is a nylon pad that's going to give you secondary protection there. And then there's actually a third layer of cloth there for the third layer of protection. And that's all stitched in using Kevlar stitching, which there are not that I know of very, very many brands, if any, that are using Kevlar stitching. Now we even took it a step further and we used three layers of Kevlar stitching. So most pants you look at, if you grab them, pick them up and you look at the leather heat shield, you're going to see two stitched in cotton threads. We use three layers of Kevlar because we want this to last. We don't want that leather to separate from the pant because if that starts to happen, your pants basically ruined. And we understand that these, these products cost a lot of money and we don't take that for granted. So we're trying to add durability and add longevity into that pant, especially in a high abrasion area or somewhere that's getting a lot of heat applied to it, like that leather heat shield. Another great aspect of the Evo line, the Evo DST line is the BOA closure system. And this Evo line was the first product that we had introduced BOA into. It's now on the white pant as well, but Evo is where we started. And I remember the very first meeting going back to 2015 with the BOA closure system folks in Denver. And we knew kind of the upsides of it, but we really didn't understand how it was going to be applied yet. And it was still an ongoing development uh, situation. We came out with it later that year and it really revolutionized pant fit in the market. And we've, as I said, we've since introduced it into the white line with great success. And we could not be happier with how our partnership with BOA has gone over the years. If you don't know anything about BOA, it is, it started in the snowmobile realm. It started on snowmobile boots by a doctor who just knew there had to be a better way to, uh, to fit snowmobile boots. And then they started branching out. They work with golf shoes and cycling shoes and all sorts of other products. And for Moto, we are by far their biggest partner. The great thing about BOA for pants is it gives you micro adjustability. And the BOA system has little clicks that each click is just a micro adjustment tighter, which is great because what I like to, the way I like to think about this is if you're a 33 or a 31 or a 35, right? There are no pants that are specifically built because the way pants go, they go just like every other, you know, jeans or shorts, they go 30, 32, 34, 36, 38, and even numbers. Well, that's not how we're built. And judging by the season or just if, you know, maybe you gained a few pounds over the holidays, your 32 waist could now be a 33. Well, that's great because with the BOA system, you have that adjustability. And I always recommend going up. Like if you're a 33, I would recommend buying a 34. And then you're able to size that down. That, that BOA closure system gives you a full size of adjustability in the waist, which is awesome. It's really hard to describe, you know, visually over a podcast, but anybody who's ever seen one in a dealership or played around with any sort of BOA system can probably visualize what it does. And each little click, click, click just tightens it down until you get your perfect fit. Another funny thing about the BOA system is if you ever watch some of the supercross riders when they're on the starting line, just moments before the gate's going to drop. And, and I don't mean like a second before, but I'm saying while they're sitting on the starting line, they're getting set up and in their 
starting position. They slide forward, they get everything dialed in and locked into starting position. A lot of times they will tighten that BOA system down so that their pant doesn't slide at all as they accelerate out of the gate. And that's a trick that I, I first saw Andrew Short do back way back in 2015, 2016. And a lot of the other riders have picked up on that because as you accelerate off the line, if you slide back, that allows your front end to come up after your, your start hook disengages. So you basically want to remove all of the slack out of that pant, right? So when the bike accelerates, you stay right with it. There is no incremental slide in the pant that pushes you a little bit further back and, and basically reduces control over the front end. So it's a very small thing, but when you're talking about professional racing and the, and the differences between getting a good start and a bad start, every little piece counts. So next time, just something interesting, watch, uh, watch your favorite fly racing rider and check that out. Now, the last thing I want to mention on the Evo line is that we use a 900 demure uh, seat material. And that's going to give you super long life because you're probably thinking, and you're, you guys are all smart out there. What's the number one abrasion point on a pant? Of course, it's going to be the butt or the rear of the pant because it's just rubbing on a seat. And if you have some sort of gripper seat where there's a ton of traction, I've seen so many pants over the course of my, you know, eight and a half years at fly racing have issues with abrasion on the seat. And it's not always a fly pant. It could be any, any brand. If they don't use a high enough quality material on the seat area of the pant, it will wear through. It's just a matter of time. It doesn't matter if it's six months or two years or five years. At some point, if you ride enough, you're going to work through the materials there. So we've really done everything possible to add life to this pant, to add performance with the BOA, with the all the stretch panels, with the four-way stretch materials that are built throughout, with the perforation in the pant. In the jersey, we have a fully ventilated back. So you're going to get basically a big exhaust vent out the back. So, you know, air is coming in and it's not getting trapped inside the Jersey. The complete back of the Jersey is ventilated. So it's going to let all of that hot air escape. So I love the Evo line. It's a line that I, I started to go away from in the early two thousands because of the reasons that I mentioned earlier, I thought it was a bit heavy. It was built a bit overkill for me because remember I was racing and I got new gear every weekend. So I didn't need gear that lasted multiple seasons. I needed super high performance. So that's really where we tried to bring that back into the fray. And if you'll notice now, you have guys like Justin Brayton and Weston Pike and these guys that Evo is their gear of choice. So that's been a really great process to go through. And for me to personally watch the Evo DST line come back into vogue and become the choice of some of these guys, that's a pretty cool aspect. And something I wasn't really sure we would ever get back to. It had just kind of gotten away from the high-end racer and gotten into sort of the vet crowd. And now I think we're doing a great job of capturing both of those audiences. So I'd invite you to check it out. Go to flyracing.com and check out the Evo line today. Obviously visit your local dealer or your favorite uh, online retailer. And that will conclude the Evo DST product podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.